When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The world slept as the Omnium sprang back to life. The facilities, abandoned and left to rust by their creators, reawakened with a new, malicious programming to rid the world of humanity. The Omnics mobilized their forces and descended upon the world in droves. Man was given no other option than to survive. For the Omnic Crisis had begun. podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes behind some of our favorite video games. I'm Bruce Walton. And I'm Lawrence. So uh, today we're going to talk about something that's uh, been kind of a brainchild of mine that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I thought it would be a great time to start talking about the Omnic Crisis. Uh, the Omnic Crisis is one of the biggest catalysts for um, the Overwatch world that we see uh, in the game, and it's something that I would love to just be able to talk about because of its weight, its impact, and just the sheer magnitude it affects every single part of that world. Yeah, and I'm like just jumping in. I'm I'm like pretty new to the Overwatch world. Yeah, how long have you been playing? Um, maybe about two months at this point. Okay, how you been doing? Like, uh, what's your level? Uh. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't answer That's a those questions. Spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no worries. Um, well, uh, let's just dive into this. Um, so I really wanted to make uh, this episode just very accessible. So what we're talking about is just lore that uh, kind of sets the, the scene, the narrative for the rest of the world. Um, so this kind of event happened about 30 years uh, before the modern timeline of the Overwatch world is taking place. So um, since that's taking place in the 2070s, this happened in the 2040s. And the best way to describe it is the Omnicrisis was just the robot uprising, like Skynet and the Terminator, just robots rebelling against their masters yeah i like to think of this as like elon musk's worst fear come <laughs> yeah. to life in yeah. the worst way and it's uh, it's a very real um it's a very real fear that as technology progresses in our society it's becoming more and more of an actual fear where you know in the early 20th century when this was first kind of realized in science fiction novels it was more or less something that was still very far from the realm of possibility but now it 
almost seems that we're on the cusp of that actually happening if we're not too careful. Man's greatest fear is creating something that uh, will surpass them. And I feel like that kind of echoes in this entire crisis. And it was really interesting, like learning about, you know, what happened. Right. So when this first happened, um, the reason why it's called the Omnic Crisis is because it was caused by a, um, at the time, defunct uh, company called the Omnica Corporation. And this was mostly just a technologies and robotics company that had a very interesting and unique way of manufacturing, where it had these facilities that they called Omniums, and they would just have completely fully automated facilities. These would have the labor, the transport, um, the you know organization all done by algorithms, uh, by computers and by robots. Um, there was not a single finger that had to be lifted by an actual human. And it was from my research, wasn't it, to like boost like the manufacturing industries or some something. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was supposed to show just like a, a new way of like an economic um, process that Elon Musk actually has talked about where, and this is also like why it's really scary. We're so close to this. Elon Musk has uh, talked about this in the past where it would be great if we could just have like a standard income of living for people um, as more automated work and labor became more uh, popular and prevalent. The Omnica Corporation was trying to put that into practice. However, due to a lot of different factors, most of them uh, from fraud and just uh, terrible uh, marketing uh, on their part, they uh, went bankrupt and just kind of closed down like any corporation or business can. What I thought was interesting is like how much of a benefit that this was supposed to be for man. Normally, when you see this kind of scenario play out, it's like, here's this like military, like, you know, right, military yeah. contract or whatever. It's like strictly for like, like making weapons. This was like for the betterment of mankind if you really just kind of go into a completely face value because they like made a lot of fraudulent actions this was just to make a quick buck and like (laughs) this was just not even anything of them trying to play god they were just trying to be able to make something out of nothing so with this uh it was sort of just out of the blue a few years later the just dilapidated and abandoned omniums sprang to life. It is still uncertain what exactly happened, but they just sprang to life out of nowhere. And they were just kind of given some sort of new direction. Some have said that it's maybe the work of like a god AI. Others, it was just like an anomaly, but um, they just all around the world and all these abandoned Omniums just sprang to life, made their Omnics that were just completely made to kill. They were security Omnics. There's just big robots, like, think that Walker robot from, like, Robocop. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That was the first thing that popped into my mind when I was doing research. Like, just imagine those, but there's thousands, millions of them being manufactured 24-7, and then they sent them all out across the world to destroy humanity and and they were like damn near indestructible yeah they were they were completely indestructible and this was on a global scale if you were even near a developed city you were in so much danger and and they were only aggressive towards people yeah i mean they they did not destroy 
birds or animals or anything like that. They were mostly just fixated on destroying people and civilizations. That was that was weird to me when I was like looking at it because it was pretty much after the fraud and you know and, and whatnot and all like all these terrible things and everything was shut down and it was like they came to life to get revenge on the people who like essentially abandoned them. Yeah, it makes you think why, but I mean this also was just their programming. I don't know, maybe they did feel some sort of emotion or maybe there was just like a reset. It's really not clear right now. And hopefully Overwatch does kind of delve into that one day, but for right now it is a, just a complete mystery how this even happened. It's just such a weird thing because you don't have anyone really to blame at the end of the day. It's just sort of this force of nature. It's not even a war against like an ideology or a people. It's just against this program that has a lot of gun-wielding robots at its disposal. And they can keep making them. And they can just keep making them until you are dead and they are not. And they don't need sleep, they don't need food, they don't need resources. This was a front that humanity had never faced before. And hopefully that we never have to. Only in an Elon Musk interview. Yeah, yeah. This is just kind of right out of his nightmares. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, so um, this happened on every single continent except Antarctica. Any place, country, or capital city that wanted to kind of make its claim to being the next tech giant or manufacturing city would be completely like shooting itself in the foot by having that even when it closed down. And that's what kind of made me think like it almost felt like revenge because it was like almost like a what better way to get revenge on you know the who abandoned you than like by toppling like the greatest things that they built. Right. I mean uh, I just it would be awesome if that were it, because that would be such an interesting kind of take on it. But it just doesn't seem like it would be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've solved the Omni crisis <laughs> in five seconds. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anyone tried saying sorry, but I mean, if that could have worked. That's all they needed. <laughs> I, I've solved everything after doing a little bit of research. Of everybody. course. Yeah, that's it. But instead of saying sorry, uh, a lot of different countries had very unique responses to the Omnic crisis. So Russia had its own like Russian defense force. Uh, this was also put into place with these new giant colossus mechs. Like think Gundams, but bulkier and they would just be going in and just destroying all the Omnics. Very old world Soviet. Yeah. And and it's crazy because like after doing some research, it was like Russia did the best. Yeah, Russia was on its own. It didn't get help from any other country, no other organization, no other force helped them. They solved their own Omnic crisis and to this day, they were completely fine. And if you also read into it, they had a second on the crisis, yep. and they're handling it. Yeah, and they they just had a plan. Already. They're just they're just fine. They're cool. They're like, hey, Russia, you need help? No, I am fine. <laughs> I <gasps> these omnics will pay. It's, and it's just oh god, it's crazy. It's it is so so uh, very Russian though. Like I feel like <laughs> it's very Russian, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like they're very strong and like able to solve issues like yeah. this. This is very just like um, it, it's a good reflection of what we've always seen of Russia since the 20th century and just its tenacity and independence in the world stage. The iron will. Yeah. 
And then they also have, like, economic prosperity. Yeah. (laughs) They they were by themselves. Like, they're just completely self-sufficient in all of this crisis. And, I mean, that, that, that is definitely something to be boastful about. I can't even stop them there. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, so uh, next we go to uh, South Korea, which had a uh, kind of uh, not really an omnicrisis that everyone else was experiencing because they they had um, mostly just a big omnicrisis. <laughs> um, it, it was like just a single omnic that was just in the East China Sea, like a Leviathan or a Kraken uh, Omnic, and no one knows where it was from. No one knows like what it is, but it is an Omnic. It is like a big mechanized thing, and it's just been terrorizing them, which I also find is just hilarious because it's kind of like a kaiju. Yeah. (laughs) It just never completely comes out of the sea. Gotta say, I don't know which I would like prefer, just like a bunch of murderous robots or you can't go in the water again. Right. There's just a literal mechanized jaws. It's it's funny because it also mirrors the kind of conflict between North and South Korea. Yeah. Essentially, where there's always that like level of hostility or there's that you know there's that beast out there the beast of the unknown um and anything can happen at any time or nothing can happen at all i wonder what north korea is actually in you know the year 2070 or 2040 (laughs) they are that omnic (laughs) (laughs) so after that uh we have uh germany which uh has probably the coolest response to this which is making the crusaders which are these just awesome super soldiers who are just in giant power suits of like steel and armor and it's very reminiscent and made in the style of like medieval suits of armor that was fought in the crusades and it's a real interesting way of showing off both german history and german engineering um but you know in not a nazi way (laughs) it's very fresh very new i like that very good (laughs) yes very good way to put that yeah so what we also know is that reinhardt was a crusader and he was uh and we see in the animation intros how the crusaders kind of operate they have big uh, giant shields um big hammers and rockets on their backs and just covered head to toe in armor making them just much more uh, elevated, tougher, harder to beat. And they're also not just like big giant powerhouses, but they play defense and help escort different soldiers or people or civilians, you know, to and fro during the Omnicrisis. And they fared pretty well, Germany as a whole. I know that they lost pretty much all of their Crusaders, but they were able to actually like win battles. Yeah, right. And so that leaves us with the United States, good old America. USA. And they just went the route we all knew they would. America's the best. Superhero serum. Let's just go. Let's do it. I've been trying to make this since the 70s. Let's just go. <laughs> with ever, everything under your sink. <laughs> so they just went the comic book route and tried to make uh, freaking Captain America with the quote-unquote soldier enhancement program uh, where they just kind of gave them uh, serum uh, and give them just superhuman strength, speed, agility, the whole shebang. Um, And they just tried to make an army of Captain Americas. And honestly, that's pretty much the route I think America would go. And yeah, and I mean, I guess I can give them credit because they made more than one. (laughs) So we did good 
are better than the comics. Right. We don't know how many there were or how many were successfully um, kind of transitioned, but all we do know is that we have two characters in the Overwatch roster that were products of that program. Soldier 76 and Reaper, both formerly known as Jack Morrison and Gabriel Reyes, were members of that elite program. So all of these were decent responses to the Omnic Crisis, but definitely not anything that could end it anytime soon. Except for Russia. Russia. Yeah. yeah. Russia. <laughs> that, that was not planned. <laughs> so, um, yeah, except for Russia, uh, everyone was just having a hard, hard-ass time trying to fight the Omnics. So this was a response that the UN started to organize with the... Um, with the founding of Overwatch. We talked about this on in the series before, but uh, just as a kind of refresher, Overwatch obviously is the name of the video game, but also the name of a world global peacekeeping organization. Think G.I. Joes, but instead of fighting Cobra Commander, they fight giant you know, robots and gun-wielding robots and all of that for the sake of humanity. And they just gathered as many people and great soldiers and unique products of those programs together to fight the Omni Crisis in strike teams and different task force to protect people, move people, fight in battlefronts, and just also just regular Joes with like, you know, regular, regular. You know, guns and helmets. Boots on the ground. Boots sold. on the ground, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like everybody had a piece of the puzzle. I mean, exactly. Russia had the biggest piece. Right. <laughs> but everybody had a piece of the puzzle, and, like, coming together, it made every, it was, you know, you completed everything. Like, they were very successful. I mean, they were able to pretty much end this. Yeah. And it was, it was just a wonderful kind of triumph of the human spirit and human ingenuity to be able to put everyone together. Except Russia. Russia really was just like, you handle your thing, we'll do ours. It's cool. Russia already did enough. Yeah. So they took everything. They got, like, the German Crusaders. They got the great snipers from Egypt. That's where Anna came from. And we have, of course, the super soldier serum guys who are Jack Morrison and Gabriel Reyes. And um, I don't know, maybe South Korea also didn't contribute much, but I'm sure they had some soldiers or whatever. And they're still fighting. <laughs> they're still fighting. Like, they're they're just like, yeah, cool. All right, I got to fight this fish thing. Right. All right. Um, Help us, please. <laughs> if you can send, like, some bombs, I don't know. Right, when you guys are done. Just like, uh, mm, it's really bad here. I want to fish. Right, right, right. Uh, so, yeah, and like they were able to come together and kind of defeat that greatest threat. So how you defeat the Omnicrisis is you have to cut off the head of the snake. The Omniums were the ones that were having its own labor force, organization, transportation. You get rid of the Omnium, you get rid of the Omnicrisis. Problem was, those were everywhere. They were on every single continent in every major city, and you had to shut them all down. But and they're death-producing machines. Exactly. And because they were very fully aware and advanced AI, they knew that that was their weak point. So it was very well fortified, and again, they did not need the amount of resources that humans needed. And that was already going to be something that was just difficult to do in the first place. Just to know that Overwatch spent years trying to do that, I don't know if it could have been done any other way. Yeah, no, and and um, for how 
bad this entire crisis was, the creation of Overwatch was a good thing. It brought all of these different countries and their like you know different programs and ideas together. Yeah, uh, Overwatch was definitely a triumph of human peace for making this, but it was definitely something that was created in a vacuum of desperation, which is something that really is as human as human can be in the face of adversity against something that is so wholly not human. Because like what they say, the uh, enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. No one was fighting on this one except against the Omnics, and they were able to do that. Hey, it's Abu, executive producer of Lore Party. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, maybe take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow the show. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lore underscore party. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one.